gospel according to Mark chapter 5 for me. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. He is a good God. And he is the God that is more than enough. Anybody got some needs up in here? Come on now. Expect your needs to be met today because you're sitting in the presence of the almighty God. God is already here. He came in with me. And guess what? He's living on the inside of you. The Bible says greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Glory to God. And when we come together as a collective body, we have a corporate anointing that manifests. And we know that the anointing, it removes every burden and it destroys every yoke. Glory to God. So I just ask you to yield yourself to the almighty God. God glory to God and as the word is going forth glory to God if it's something for you I ask you to take it by faith this morning glory to God hallelujah glory to God hallelujah just want to share a little bit of my notes with you amen I got this in my notes this morning glory to God if you are going to see the amazing thing let me give you the title of my message the title of my message this morning is faith plus expectation equals miracle faith plus expectation equals miracle so we're gonna go through some things in the bible glory to god and see how that plays out today it's gonna play out really really good glory to god so I want you, your faith to be built up. I want you to be living in a lean. That means you're living in expectation. And I want God to show himself strong and manifest what you need in your life. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Anybody believe in miracles? Anybody know that God can step in your situation at any time, time and change and rearrange some things? Glory to God. But see, you're the person that has to operate by faith. What does the Bible say about faith? Let's look at that first. Amen. I always start somewhere, but God um, always does the shift, so I'm going with the shift. Let's go to the book of Hebrews chapter 1 this morning. I didn't give them not a scripture, so amen. Glory to God. Thank you for the flow of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11, verse number one. Glory to God. See, you have to operate by faith to have access to grace so God, whatever is in the heavenlies, can be pulled down into your situation, in your circumstance, in your body, in your marriage, in your finances. Glory to God. We are people that live by faith. Anybody living by faith? What does Hebrews 11, 1 says? It says this, faith, now faith is. Now you got to stop at that word now. What does now mean? It means right now. Right now. Now your faith has to be in the present tense. Cannot be in the past tense. Cannot be that he going to do and da da. No. God said his faith, faith should be now. So your expectation also needs to be now. That God is going to, will do what he said. I got to get that gone. God will do what he said he will do in your life. Regarding your situation. We got to see, you know, you might be looking at your neighbor today. But no, God is talking to you this morning. So if you're operating by faith, you should be in expectation that something's going to shift and something's going to move and something's going to manifest in your life. Glory to God. I ask you already, anybody believe in God for something in this place? Glory to God. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 says, now faith is. 
The substance of things you hope for. The evidence of things not seen. Let's go down to verse 6. It says this. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is. We can stop right there, right? You got to believe that God is what or who is God to you? Is God your healer? Did God say he would supply your needs? Is he the God that restores? Is he the one that can bring something dead in your life back to life? The Bible says you must believe that he is. And that what he is is based upon whatever your need is today. Glory to God. Somebody might be exercising their faith for healing in the body. Anybody exercising faith for healing in their bodies this morning? You must believe that he is Jehovah Rapha, the great physician, the God that healing you right now. So you must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. He is a rewarder. Glory to God. Don't believe the hype because some people still believe that God will not do what he said he would do in his word. They haven't seen it manifested, so their dialogue is, well, I haven't seen God do anything. Don't be listening to mouths that talk that kind of stuff. Come on. Has anybody ever experienced some manifestation? First, I want the people that have been healed, lift your hand. If you have been healed, look at these hands. Put the camera on the hands, Tony. Because somebody might, believe, might be believing and haven't seen yet the manifestation in the body. Okay, that's all the healing. That's a lot. Put them hands up for healing. Okay, hands down. How many people have experienced some financial breakthrough? That's almost the same amount of hands. How many people since the storm of Irma and Maria have experienced some restoration in their lives? That's about the same number in the crowd. Y'all seeing this? So if we serve a God who is great and mighty, and a God that responds to his word. Come on, somebody. When you speak the word out of your mouth, you get a response from God. You get the healing. You get the finances. You get the restoration in your marriage. Y'all hear me this morning. You get a response from heaven when you are operating in faith. Because faith is now. It is not tomorrow. It's not coming next week. No. My faith is now. And all God expects you to do is grab hold of whatever you're believing for. How do you grab hold of something by faith? By the words that you speak out of your mouth. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am the healed and not the sick. He was wounded for my transgressions and he was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of my peace. I got peace with God right now because of Jesus was upon him. And with every stripe, I am healed by the words of your mouth. Demonstrate what you really believe. Come on, somebody. And then there's another thing. By your response in praise. Praise is a demonstration of your faith toward God. So when you come in a house, it shouldn't be like we got to, you know how you got to, come, come on, she said pump them up, pump them up, pump them up. 
We shouldn't have to pump you up. You should come in here already skipping and leaping and praising God because you are in expectation. That means you're looking for God to do something in your life right now. So it's easy for you to lift your hands. It's easy for you to do your dance. It's easy for you to sing your song. Come on, somebody. It's easy for you to take a little run around this sanctuary, Lord, because I'm in faith right now. And I'm expecting at any time, any second, any moment for God to show up in my... Come on, y'all. That's the God that we serve. I keep this to my mouth, y'all. That's the God that we serve. But people have gotten away from that. And God asked me to stir you up in your faith this morning. We see evidence and proof in the word of Jesus being a healer. We see him walking. And we we see him laying hands and blind eyes are open and deaf ears are hearing and the lame are walking. We see that demonstrated in the word. Glory to God. So if you see it in the word, that means you can have it. See, that's the purpose of, of, of reading the word. That helps you to, oh, glory to God. Helps you to build up your faith. To see what your God is like. He is not dead. He is alive. He still heals. Come on, somebody. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 13. We are people of faith. Your faith plus your expectation going to bring forth your, woo! Glory to God. I think it's 2 Corinthians. Let me see. Yes, yeah, say that glory. Yeah. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse number 13. Glory to God. It says this, we having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed and therefore I have spoken. We also believe and therefore speak. I believe, therefore I have spoken, past tense. I'm believing right now, therefore out of my mouth I speak. And I speak words of faith. I speak words of deliverance. I speak words of healing. I speak the words that God supplies my every need. Come on, somebody. Those are the words that I speak out of my mouth because that's what I need to see in my life. So whatever you need to see, you need to speak. And then you'll have the manifestation of what you've been speaking. I believe. You believe, you're going to speak. You believe, you're going to praise. You believe, you're going to brighten up your countenance. Come on, somebody. Because things are not that bad. Come on, somebody. They could be a whole lot worse, glory to God. See, what you believe is demonstrated by your face, by your, what you say, and then it's demonstrated by your countenance, how you look. I look like my God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all I dare ask or think. Glory to God. I look like my God will supply my need. I look like my God cannot fail. I look like my God, it is impossible for him to lie. Because no word from him returns void. But it accomplishes that which he pleased. And it prospers whereunto he sent it. 
that's what the word of God. So since I believe that, I should look like that. I should act like that. Glory to God. Whether I got the manifestation in the natural right now, if you are a believer, that's the way God wants you to respond to him. And that's the way that God wants you to respond to your word. Because you are a testimony of the God that you serve. You're a testimony of what he does and how he heals and how he delivers and how he brings marriages together. Come on, somebody. You are that living testimony to somebody else. Some people, they will never read that Bible, but they can show see your life. They can see what you do. They can see how you respond. They hear the words coming out of your mouth, glory to God. I believe, therefore I'm going to speak, glory to God. I'm going to have what I say. Turn to Romans chapter 4, verse number 17 for me, please. Woo! Glory to God. Glory to God. Come on, you got to turn up your speaking. You got to say, you got to say, you got to say. You got to say, you got to say, you got to say. You got to say, you got to say, you got to say. Are you saying it because God can't hear? No, you're not saying God can hear you. God heard you first. Guess what? All that saying is for you. All of that is for you. You hearing yourself say the word of God. You become firmly persuaded in whatever you are believing God for. Your voice has power in your life. Yeah, it's good to come to church. Yeah, it's good to hear your pastor. All of that. But guess what? Your words out of your mouth make a difference in your life. Because you are with yourself all the time. Come on. In the car. Out with myself. I'm going to go into the bathroom. Well, some people don't do that by themselves, but with myself. If you got kids, your kids don't never let you go in the bathroom by yourself. They either knocking at the door trying to get in or they beat you in there and they got to stand in there with you. They holding on to your leg. All the parents know you never do nothing by yourself when you got kids because they're going to come with you. They're going to be with you by your side 24-7. They try to be like the Holy Ghost. Come on. I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. Y'all know I'm talking the truth. Woo, I'm telling you. Glory to God. And even when they get old, like me, when I go home to visit my mama, I go light red, lay right down in her bed next to her. And I was 50. So you know them little ones, they ain't letting you go at all. And some of y'all try to escape to the restroom and they figured it out. So they waiting for you in the restroom. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we believe, therefore we speak it out of, your, out of our mouths. Glory to God. The Bible says this about God in Romans chapter 4, verse 17. It says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Talking about Abraham. We've talked about this before. Pastor talked about it a whole lot. Before in whom we believe, even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not. It didn't say, I call those things that are as they is. Those things that which be not as though they were. I don't call it like it is. I don't call it like I see it. Because if I call it like I'm, I see it, I'm agreeing with my circumstance. And that's like putting a crown on your circumstance and worshiping it. We ain't doing none of that. No. Anytime you agree with your circumstance, it's like it's if you're worshiping that thing. No, I believe Therefore, I speak, I call those things that be not. What is not in your life right now? I call those things that be not as though they were. Now, to the world, that sounds a little cray-cray, right? 
You saying you're healed when you're sick? You saying I'm rich? You know, Jesus became poor that I, 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 I through his abundance might be rich and they know you're poor. But we're not trying to line up with what the world says. We live for God. We are kingdom citizens. So since we're in the kingdom, we got to act like the king's kid. What has daddy, we call God daddy. The Bible says that we can cry out, Abba, Father. What has daddy promised you? Can you put that video on from the three? All the blessings of the Lord, the little girl. Okay, just key it up for me, please. Going to tell this story. My daughter believes, now most, most, most people like this, my daughter believes whatever her daddy's saying. If her daddy tell her something, she cash that book in and take it to the bank. He going to buy her something? My, my, uh, she gonna, daddy said he going to, what? No matter what it is, she cashes it in and takes it to the bank. She believes the words that come out of his mouth. She doesn't consider any circumstances. She don't check the ATM card or the bank account. Let me see your bank statement since you, uh, you said you're going to buy this for me or you're going to take me to lunch. She don't check none of that. All she knows is if her daddy said, it is settled. What has daddy said to you? When things are going on in your life and the struggle is real, what has daddy said to you? He promised no matter what we go through, he will never leave us. He will never. See, some people act like their daddy is um, uh, abandoned, like he a deadbeat. Not our father God. Don't treat him like a natural daddy. You know, some natural daddies, they promise, I'm going to come. I'm going to come pick you up. And, you know, the kid get all ready. Y'all, come on, let's be real. Kids get up, get ready, get excited, and all that kind of stuff. Daddy don't show. They still got a little hope. Next Saturday, he said, come in, I come in, I come in. He don't make it there. Say it again. I come. Do you know what happens in the heart of that child? Something begins to turn. By the time they're 18 and he's trying to find them, I got something for your graduation. Or he see you got potential and he's trying to associate Okay, I'm just telling it like it is, okay? He said he coming to the graduation. You had nothing. I believe nothing you say. Why? Because you have shown me that's who you really are. God ain't like that. Sometimes we make, we try to act like our heavenly father is like a natural man. He ain't like that. I was watching, y'all got my video for me. They said, hold on, so keep talking. Okay. So anyway, they're going to show you this video. Because I, I just want you to see, God is always right there. A good season you in, but he said, I will not leave you. He's the God that all, all he always comes through. Don't, don't believe that stuff other people be saying about their God. Your God, your heavenly father, he always comes through. 
he has never left you like an orphan. Never treated you like that. So he says he's that guy. Y'all got the video for me? Because I'm going to have to move on. They say, go ahead. Okay. We're going to show y'all the video. Man. All right. Turn to Mark chapter 5, verse number 25. Amen. We're going to get it and I'll hook it back in there. Glory to God. Just wanted to show you the character of your heavenly father. Always right there. Never leaves us. Never forgets about us. Oh, glory to God. Mark chapter 5. We're going to show some demonstration of what it is when you hook up faith and expectation, you get your miracle. I know we've seen this before in scripture, but that's okay. It's good to look at. The Bible says faith come by hearing in Romans chapter 10 and hearing by the word of God. So you got to keep hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing. And guess what? The more you keep hearing and hearing and hearing, some, uh, something begins to click on the inside of you. That you say, you know what? I'm going to take it this time by faith. Before it was just I heard it, I heard it, I heard it. But then there becomes this. And actually you'd be like, you know what? I got it now. I'm going to take it by faith. Let's look at Mark chapter 5, verse number 25. And it says this. And a certain woman which had an issue of blood 12 years and had suffered many things of many physicians and had spent all she had and was nothing better but um, grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus. Every time I read that, I just get excited. When she heard of him, she heard about him. She heard about his miracle working power. She heard that he was a healer. Come on, somebody. When she had heard of him, the Bible says. When she had heard of him. Y'all hearing what I said today? When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. I believe, therefore I speak. I believe it. I heard about it. I heard it in the word. That's the same thing for you reading the word. You grab a hold of what Jesus said about you. I put it in my mouth. I said it out my mouth. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind, and the Bible says she took it and touched the hem of his garment. Now, everybody's familiar with the story. This is not just like a normal lady just going out on the street and she's seeing Jesus and boom, she gets her healing. No, this woman had an issue of blood for 12 years. That's what the Bible says. And it was not lawful for her to be on the street at time. Not lawful for her to be in the crowd at all. So she was actually taking a risk going out into the street with her little issue, amen. So imagine, this woman had went to every doctor. No doctor could cure her. Come on, somebody. That is a financial situation. Come on, somebody. She makes it out into the street. She's got this issue of blood for 12. Can you imagine somebody bleeding for 12 years? How weak her body probably was. But what she heard about Jesus stirred her up on the inside. Come on, somebody. Somebody needs to be stirred up on the inside this morning again. When she heard about him, something in her said, you know what? I'm not going to keep living like that. So you got to make the determination that today is the day. Today I'm making a shift. Today I'm making a change. You know, I'm going to exercise my faith in this area. I'm not going to live like this any longer. Come on, somebody. When, you know how people say, when you get tired, you're going to do something. When you're tired of being tired, you're going to do something. You do that in the natural. How much more by faith? Glory to God. 
So this woman, like, you know, you reach a point in your life sometimes where you ain't got nothing to lose. They dogging you on the job, all kind of stuff. You go in, it's like, Lord, what kind of place is this, me, son? From the morning to the night, they dogging you. You at home, that situation is, there's marital, there's intense um, confrontation with words in the household. Y'all not getting along, he's sleeping over there, you sleeping over here, come on somebody. Then the kids right there in the middle, they clowning too, come on. Bobo can't do right in school, the teacher always calling you. See, when you get tired of all of this, see some people ain't tired yet. That's why you keep going over it and you try to act like it ain't there. Oh, it's there right there. And it's waiting on you to say something. It's waiting on you to do something. God is waiting on you to speak the word in your home. Come on, somebody. God is waiting on you to do something about your job situation. Glory to God. Say something out of your mouth. God said he made you the head and not the tail. Above only and never beneath. I don't care how they treating you, glory to God. I don't care what your supervisor is saying. Your aim should be, boy, you better leave me alone. God said, I'm going to be the head. Now, how he going to manifest it, I don't know. But I may have your job, so you better back it up, me boy. Back it up. You don't know who I am. You don't know who daughter you messing with. Come on, somebody. He said, I'm the head and not the tail. So if you living below that, come on, somebody. He said, above, not beneath, glory to God. So if your circumstances have placed you under that, it's time for you to rise up. That is not your place. God made you to rule and reign in this life. The Bible says promotion. Nobody can't block you. You know how people try to be in a position. Come on now. People try to be in a position of blocking you from going over them. Going up. I'm talking about the people that work in the work. Because people got situ situations at work, you know. People try to block you from moving up. The Bible says promotion comes from the Lord. He's the one that put up one and set down another. Come on, you don't mess with me. Don't mess with me. That's what God said. See, when you act like that, the enemy knows you mean business. The Bible says resist him and he will flee. But if all you do is whine, oh my God, why are they treating me this way? My house is just jacked up. My husband don't love me anymore. You are a speaking spirit. God created you in his image and likeness. And if the person that calls the light to be put the stars in the sky, made everything that you see is living on the inside of you, the greater one. Now it's time to use the ability that's already been invested in you and you to open your mouth, glory to God, and say something. Speak life, not death. Speak blessing, not cursing. Come on, somebody. That's what God is telling us to do, glory to God. So this woman took an opportunity. I'm going out here, tired of being sick. They done took all my money. I broke. 
I'm out of here. Remember the story of the four lepers and king? They were sitting at the gate. One of them came up with an idea. They said, why sit we here till we die? Somebody needs to have that idea today. Why am I going to just sit in this situation and let it overcome me? He said, if we go in the city, shoot, they there. If we stay right here, we're going to die here. Why don't we just try a thing? That's my paraphrase. And let's go into the city. Not knowing that God had already set up things for them. That by the time they got in the city, the enemy had fleed, glory to God. And they not only had food, but they collected the spoil. See what's on the other side of those circumstances. See what's on the other side of your... The enemy got you convinced. But the devil is a liar. He is the father of the lies. And the truth ain't in him. Come on, somebody. Time for people to rise up this morning. She took her opportunity. She took her chance. And she went out there and said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made. If I may but touch the hem of his garment. I may, if I, now, mind you, you got a lot of people. Come on, I need uh, at least five people come up here with me. Thank you. Now I need four. Ooh, hallelujah. Y'all can turn around. You be in front of me. No, no, no. Face them. Face them. In front. In behind. Jam up. You know, y'all, y'all, they act like they ain't never been to the jam. <laughs> On the boat ride. Now they try to act like they don't know nothing about the boat ride. You know the boat ride be packed, right? Okay. Can't even move or dance or nothing. This woman, I'm this woman. This crowd pressing in like that. She had to make her way through the crowd to get to Jesus. Do you know she's weak? That was not an easy task, right, Jesus? Come on, Jesus, stand up for me. Okay, well, well this is not your moment, okay? I don't know what all that was about. Focus, everybody. Focus, focus. Jesus, turn around, Jesus. He having his Kodak moment on me. What mean it is? I'm doing a demonstration. Are you single? You single? Yeah, he, yes, I am. He said, remember that, okay? That's for all the single ladies, all the single ladies. <laughs> focus, focus, focus. <laughs> he want to make sure he close straight and all that. Come on now. I don't blame you, boy. Okay. So she had to make her way through the crowd. Remember, everybody wanted a piece of Jesus. Everybody had the same mission and assignment. They trying to get to him. But isn't it funny that all them people were rubbing up against him and doing all that? The Bible never records any, it doesn't say anything about anybody getting anything. But this, this one woman, crowd bumping up against Jesus, came back up just a little bit. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. You know, 
knowing you're not going to be Jesus again, right? Okay. okay. It's good to have fun in church, right? Okay. Amen. So this woman had to press her way through the crowd who were just as hungry, pushing up against him. She had to make her way through to grab the hem of his garment. Everybody know about the, the prayer cloth or the shawl they used to wear hanging down with the little tassels on the bottom. Healing coming in his wings. Had to make her way through with her weak self. This one won't even let me. He is not really Jesus, okay? <laughs> Had to make her way through the crowd. And you know how it is. You ever go to Disney? Well, you don't do that at Disney. Where they'll, they'll probably get the, uh, the piece on you. But you ever in a line and people trying to, you know, everybody. I went to Kenneth Copeland. I told the class this with um, Pastor and Minister Walker. They had me up by 4 o'clock in the morning to go stand in the line to get in the building to see Kenneth Copeland. You know, to hear the word and all that kind of stuff. So people were standing in the line. When they finally opened the door. These is born-again believers with Bibles that was just talking to you real nice. Hi, where you from? And all that. Boy, counting this change and everything. Everybody like a rambo coming through there. And, and the ushers trying to come up. Come up. No running, no running. I'm telling you, it was rough. So you know they not letting you in front of them. Everything is to hold you back. And Minister Walker and them, they left me, they gone. Her and Pastor be like, look, tag my hand. Her and Pastor be like this. One go one way, one went the other way, and then they toss the stuff on the seat and stuff. They don't be playing. Amen. But she had to make her way through the crowd with resistance, with her weak self, just to get to Jesus and touch the... Thank you, y'all. Thank you. We're going to call you in December when we do the play, okay? Have a seat. <laughs> Boy, I tell you, I got to stand in my authority up in here. I am the speaker this morning. Okay. Praise him. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. I appreciate that. But you see, it was not an easy task for her to get through the crowd. To get to Jesus, everybody on the same mission, trying to get to him and touch. But something happened when she touched him. Talks about 27. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, if I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway, y'all see that? That's like now. Because faith is now. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up. And she felt in her body that she was healed of the plague. Straightway. Immediately. Right now. She felt a difference in her body. Immediately. Suddenly. Straightway. She felt a difference in her body. The fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus, immediately knowing in himself that virtue had gone out of him, I believe, therefore, I speak. 
I touch the hem of his garment, I make a withdrawal, a heavenly withdrawal. Healing manifests in my body because I believe and I'm speaking. And I don't believe she was just speaking one time. The whole time she was making her way to him. That was on her mind. See, whatever you believe in God for, your mind shouldn't be bombarded with all that other stuff. It should be, be bombarded with the word. That no matter what pressure the enemy puts on you, when he squeezes you out, all that comes up is, it is written. All that comes up about your marriage and your children is, it is written. All that comes up about your dream and your destiny is, it is written. Not what the doctor say. You know what the doctor say I got and the doctor say I got to and the doctor say, no, it is written. Hasn't you have more authority in your life than the pill you got to take, the, the machine you got to go on, what the people said about you. Come on, somebody. It is written should be forefront of your mouth that it, when you get squeezed by your situation and things don't look like it's going to manifest, it is written is the only thing that will come out of your mouth. Glory to God. And that means the word of God. Glory to God. So Jesus takes note of what's going on. He said, hey, somebody touch me. The disciples say, oh, go, oh boy, he, he doing this again. Something, something done happened. Well, okay, master, everybody touching you, master. Everybody pushing on you. What do you mean who touched me? This touch was different. The Bible says virtue came out of him. Let's go, let's go to the... Uh, Let's go to the book of Acts. Ooh, thank you, Jesus. Virtue came out. You have got to be kidding. I've been up here an hour. Bless the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Boy, I could talk. Y'all got my video? It's soon finished, they said. Well, I'm going to have to shut it down. I'm going to have to tell you what the link is. Y'all going to have to watch it at home, okay? Praise him. We got to talk about expectation before we go. No, okay, yeah, 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 expectation. Let's go there. Wow, time be going. Woo, obedience. Thank you, Jesus. Let's go to Acts chapter 3. Everybody there? Woo. We study in, um, in, in um, Pistis. We're looking at, the, um, looking at the book of Acts partly um, as part of missions, you know, because God is the one that initiates mission, and we're seeing how God is flowing through the world, how he got the disciples out of Jerusalem because of persecution. And it caused them to scatter and go in different directions. And with them, what the enemy didn't know, the word was going with them. So he put pressure on them, put pressure on them. And when they left, one going this way, one going that way, one going and one, the four corners of the earth. The word with them. The word went with them. So they start, remember, remember in the book, this is a side note. Remember in Acts chapter 1, it says, you're going to be witnesses unto me in Judea, Jerusalem, Judea, and Samaria, and unto the uttermost parts of the earth. Them boys had selling themselves in Jerusalem. They went, oh no. The enemy put pressure on them. They start, the word starts spreading out. And when we start studying, we see how it says 1493. Christopher Columbus made his way to the West Indies with some missionaries to minister the word. They hit the, hit the I think it was the Dominican Republic. With the, 
That's because the word had to go out. The word had to spread. The enemy thought he was shutting them down. The only thing, the only thing he did was made it worse for himself. So that's a sidebar. So everybody familiar with the book of Acts? On the day of Pentecost, they all with one accord in one place, and suddenly they heard a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, cloven tongue as of fire fell upon each of them. And the Bible said they were all filled. So if you don't pray in other tongues, the Bible, oh! They done put the video up, I'm on another subject. <laughs> they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. Leave it right there, I want to show it before I sit down in, the, in about five minutes. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Y'all remember Peter, Peter that cussed, went back to fishing, he got restored. Peter preaches his first sermon. The Bible says that over 3,000 people gave their life to the Lord. What? And this is where we are after that. Acts chapter 3 says this. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the, well, um, did I tell y'all verse number one? I ain't tell y'all that, right? Okay. Now Peter and John went up to the temple, um, to, in, into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who seen Peter and John about to go into the temple? Ask and alms. So this man had, somebody carried this man every day and set him right there at the gate. And every time somebody, people went in and out, guess what? He was asking for arms. Y'all know how y'all treat them people that be asking for arms. I'm going to turn around and not look, okay? I'm going back to the podium. <laughs> y'all know something? I ain't got no time for that. I gave you money yesterday. I bought you food. Okay? So this man, y'all understand the setting. He, this man is sitting at the gate, and he expecting to get some change, okay, when, he come, when the people are coming in. All right? Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asking um, and Peter fastening his eyes upon him with John said, look on us. Now, was he talking about look at me naturally? You know, I ain't got nothing in me. The same Holy Ghost on the inside of you. But he's saying, look, he's trying to get him to look away from what he's doing. Look away from that circumstance. Look at us because we got the answer. Come on, somebody. Peter fastening eyes on him said, look on us. And he gave heed unto him, expecting, y'all see that? Expecting to receive something of them. He gave heed to them. He heard what they said, and he was expecting to receive something from them. And the Bible said, then Peter said, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. Now, remember, this is the same Peter that got filled with the Holy Ghost, same Peter that preached, 3,000 people came to the Lord. The Holy Ghost power and fire is on the inside of this man. Come on, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, okay? Peter says, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. This man had never walked a day in his life. It's one thing to be able to walk, and then boom, you get shut down and can't walk anymore. You're familiar with this. This man ain't familiar with none of this. Come on, somebody. This is all new to him. Come on, somebody. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. Look what happened. The man had expectation. Faith had to rise in his heart. He took him by the hand. This is Peter. And lifted him up. And the Bible says, immediately. Immediately. 
his feet and ankle bones received strength. And then it says, and he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising. Go quickly to Psalms um, 62 and 5. Immediately. Sound like the woman uh, uh, with the issue of blood. Straightway. Psalm 62 and 5 says this. Give you a second to get there. My soul, wait thou only upon God. For my expectation is from him. My soul wait on God. My expectation is from him. What is expectation? To expect means to entertain the belief that an event will happen and that God will come through for you. Some people got faith, but they don't have the expectation knowing that God will come through for them. I, I know God going to do it for you. I know he's he going to do it for him and her. But what about when it comes to me? You got to have the expectation along with the faith. Then you will experience the miracle. The Bible says the man got up and he was leaping. Man that had never walked before. Leaping and jumping. And praising God. You say, where did this faith come from? The Bible said that God has dealt to every man a measure of faith. When you got born again, guess what? You got faith. But you got to exercise your faith muscle by putting that word on the inside and by speaking the word continually out of your mouth. Come on, somebody. That's how that faith muscle gets stronger and stronger and stronger. Come on, somebody. Oh, I'm doing a lot today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Just focusing on how that man was leaping and jumping and praising God because he got his manifestation. He got his miracle. Now I got to go back to this video because I got to show this little girl. Let me, let me do the scripture and then I'm going to shut it down because I got to shut it down. Um, go to Matthew chapter 10 because I want you to see this. Matthew chapter 17. Uh, da, 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 da. No, Matthew chapter 10 verse number 24 I think it is. Yeah. Let me get there. Nope, 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 nope. To a child, expectation. Okay, all right. I think it's Matthew chapter 10. If not, I'm just going to tell you. That'd be your homework. Matthew chapter 10. It says this, verse number 24. No, that's not the one I want. Oh. It talks about how you're supposed to come Jesus as a little child. Now, it's Jesus saying he wants you to, to us, you know, not be an adult anymore or nothing. Think about, I gave you the example of how a kid, a little child is. They just believe. They just believe. I gave you the example of my husband, how Sierra is. They just believe. That's how God wants us to. Pro See, a lot of us have abandoned that because we got mature. You know, we don't have kids. You know, got married, got job and all that. And we've abandoned that whole thing. God wants us to approach him as little children. 
with childlike faith that if daddy said it, I can do it. Okay, you all now. Okay. That's not the right scripture. I didn't give you the right one. Put the video on for me real quick. Now, I want you to see what the difference is when daddy comes in, when daddy begins to speak. The voice of a father. The voice of the Father should make a difference in your life where you say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. No matter how many times in life you've been knocked down, no matter matter how many times situations haven't played out the way you thought they should, no matter how many times things have not gone your way, when you have heard God say, when God has spoken unto you, Your response is, I can do what he says. I believe your word. I believe your promises. I trust in you, Lord, with all my heart. And I lean not to my own understanding. Father, I thank you that your word is truth and that it is impossible for you to lie. Come on, somebody. The voice of the Father speaking unto you. Daddy telling you you can make it. Daddy telling you you heal. They're telling you that you are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, a peculiar people that must show forth the praises of him that called you out of darkness into his marvelous life. Daily telling you that he can supply all your needs according to his, uh, he'll supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. Come on, daddy telling you these things. You believe the word of your father. You believe the word of your heavenly father and it makes the difference in your life. It causes uh, situations and circumstances. See, God just needs us to hold on to his word and hold on to his promises. Come on, somebody. It makes the difference in your life. Somebody give God a shout of praise. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Give God praise. Give God glory. Give God honor today. Hallelujah. He is amazing. He is mighty. He is wonderful. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. We bless him. We thank him. We praise him. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Give him praise this morning. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Your faith should be built up this morning. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Something should have changed on the inside of you this morning because you got the seed of the word. No matter what challenges, no matter what problem, no matter what issues, glory to God, you got God's word on it, glory to God. And that'll cause that thing to change and it causes you to change. Come on, somebody. Glory to his name. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you.